He hath done good service, lady, in these wars. Beatrice. You had musty victual, and he hath helped to eat it. He is a very valiant trencherman. He hath an excellent stomach. Messenger. And a good soldier, too, lady. Beatrice. And a good soldier to a lady, but what is he to a lord? Messenger. A lord to a lord, a man to a man, stuffed with all honorable virtues. Beatrice. It is so indeed. He is no less than a stuffed man. But for the stuffing. Well, we are all mortal. Leonato. You must not, sir, mistake my niece. There is a kind of merry war betwixt Signor Benedict and her. They never meet, but there's a skirmish of wit between them. Beatrice. Alas, he gets nothing by that. In our last conflict, four of his five wits went halting off, and now is the whole man governed with one, so that if he have wit enough to keep himself warm, let him bear it for a difference between himself and his horse. For it is all the wealth that he hath left to be known a reasonable creature. Who is his companion now? He hath every month a new sworn brother. Messenger. Is possible, Beatrice, very easily possible. He wears his faith but as the fashion of his hat. It ever changes with the next block. Messenger. I see, lady, the gentleman is not in your books. Beatrice. No, and he were, I would burn my study. But I pray you, who is his companion? Is there no young squarer now that will make a voyage with him to the devil? Messenger. He is most in the company of the right noble Claudio. Beatrice. Oh, Lord, he will hang upon him like a disease. He is sooner caught than the pestilence, and the taker runs presently mad. God help the noble Claudio. If he have caught the Benedict, it will cost him a thousand pound ere he be cured. Messenger. I will hold friends with you, lady. Beatrice. Do, good friend. Leonato. You will never run mad, niece. Beatrice. No, not till a hot January. Messenger. Don Pedro is approached. Enter Don Pedro, Claudio, Benedict, Balthazar, and Don John the Bastard. Don Pedro. Good Signor Leonato, are you come to meet your trouble? The fashion of the world is to avoid cost, and you encounter it. Leonato. Never came trouble to my house in the likeness of your grace, for trouble being gone, comfort should remain. But when you depart from me, Sorrow abides, and happiness takes his leave. Don Pedro. You embrace your charge too willingly. I think this is your daughter. Leonato. Her mother hath many times told me so. Benedict. Were you in doubt, sir, that you asked her? Leonato. Signor Benedict, no, for then you were a child. Don Pedro. You have it full, Benedict. We may guess by this what you are being a man. Truly. The lady fathers herself. Be happy, lady, for you are like an honorable father. Benedict. If Signor Leonato be her father, she would not have his head on her shoulders for all Messina, as like him as she is. Beatrice. I wonder that you will still be talking, Signor Benedict. Nobody marks you. Benedict. What? My dear Lady Disdain, are you yet living? Beatrice. Is it possible disdain should die while she hath such meat food to feed it as Signor Benedict? Courtesy itself must convert to disdain if you come in her presence. Benedict. Then is courtesy a turncoat? 
but it is certain I am loved of all ladies, only you excepted. And I would I could find in my heart that I had not a hard heart, for truly I love none. Beatrice. A dear happiness to women, they would else have been troubled with a pernicious suitor. I thank God and my cold blood, I am of your humor for that. I had rather hear my dog bark at a crow than a man swear he loves me. Benedict. God keep your ladyship still in that mind, so some gentleman or other shall scape a predestinate scratched face. Beatrice. Scratching could not make it worse, and twere such a face as yours were. Benedict. Well, you are a rare parrot teacher, Beatrice. A bird of my tongue is better than a beast of yours, Benedict. I would my horse had the speed of your tongue, and so good a continuer. But keep your way a God's name, I have done, Beatrice. You